day everybody once again and yes smart again um continue with the same um topic that I started with yesterday the armor of god or uh, me being properly dressed in the armor of god um first of all let's please pray father lord we bless your holy name we glorify your name we lift up in the name of the master Father, Lord, this number, mighty God, this number, I pray, Jesus, by your spirit, Lord. Father, Lord, we pray that the word is coming, we pray for your leadership, O God. The Bible says, but two and three are gathered in your name, my dear Father, we pray for your presence. We thank you for your presence, and I thank you for taking absolute control. I pray that the word is coming, let there be conviction. Let lives be transformed in the name of Jesus, O God, I pray with us, given. Amen. So yesterday we started with the topic uh, being properly dressed and we established some basic things or uh, we got to understand that one way or the other there's no way to go or to be in a particular place without being properly dressed for that particular situation and each situations or some places in your life desire or need the right clothing to be to be there. When you are in the world, the right clothing that you have to put on or the armor you have to put on is the armor for war. You can't put on maybe your school uniform and go for war. Maybe unless something happens to you. Maybe unless God does you too bad. Now, in normal circumstances, that's not what's supposed to be done. Um, another circumstance in we, as I said, in school, you can't wear um coat. You can't wear the armor. You can't put on an armor for war and go to school with it because that's not the uniform for the school. The school has its uniform, so as you are going to school, um, you need to put on that uniform. We were able to establish yesterday that it is important for being properly dressed. And we look at we looked at the story of uh, the parable of the wedding banquet where Jesus was telling the people that the wed- the kingdom of heaven is like a king who organized a wedding. And invited people and invited guests decided not to come so he sent his servants to go into the street to call people in one after they saw on the highway to come for the wedding and among them was a man when the king saw him he was angry because he was improperly dressed so today we are going to continue since we are talking about the arm of god yesterday we are we established that or we said that in order for you to put on the right clothes you have to have or you need to have what it takes for you to wear it for example if you are someone who is fat you can't go and put on the armor of someone who is slim or if you are someone who is slim you can't go and put on maybe your mother's armor or something because if you are not having what it takes to wear it okay and like let's take an example for prayer the bible says in the book of second chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 it says that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray this is to say that in order for you to pray you need to have what it takes in order for you to pray and by this scripture you get to understand that it takes humility to pray so if you are not a humble person because you are not humble you don't humble yourself you are not going to pray and this is very true because prayer is it, it, it is a 
the flesh doesn't like to pray and, and, and Paul said that he brings his body under subjection to the spirit so by bringing your body to the or your body to the subjection to the spirit you humble yourself and then you can pray even though when you start the flesh will try to fall back because he doesn't like it but as you continue praying the, the grace of God will be in you so it takes humility to pray so what helps you to pray is you being humble if you are not humble you are not going to pray okay um we are looking at the story of david in the book of samuel first samuel to be precise chapter 17 where saul decided to clothe saul Saul decided to clothe David, sorry, with his armor. Note here that he wanted to clothe David not with David's armor or something, but with his armor that, that is fit for him. Okay, first Samuel chapter 17, verse 38. Says, so Saul clothed David with his armor, and he put a, a bronze helmet. On his head, he also clothed him with a coat of mail. This from the New King James Version. David fastened his sword to his armor and tried to walk. The word said he tried to walk, for he had not tested him. And David said unto Saul, I cannot walk with these, for I have not tested them. So David David took them off. David had to take off the armor because he didn't literally because he didn't have what it takes to put it on even though he put it on because he didn't have what it takes to use it or to work in it he had to take it off because that armor was for Saul so Saul had what it takes to put it to put it on so this I want to understand that not everything that you see is for you but that's why it's not very good to envy people because what they have perhaps if you were having it you are going to misuse it you understand so do not envy others of the of what they have they maybe they have nicer clothes than you or maybe they have things you don't have so you get jealous and mama i don't have this because my friend is having this and i don't have you don't have this because i'm not supposed to have it and you don't have it because you don't have what it takes to keep it Okay, <laughs> so then let's go into the armor of God right now. Now, let's relate it to David weeping us. David was not having the man to put on the armor of God. The armor of God cannot be put on, or the flesh, let me say, the flesh cannot put on the armor of God. By the flesh, I mean the carnal man or the natural man. Maybe there's a slight difference between the natural man and the carnal man. I hope you understand. The carnal man cannot put on the armor of God. Why? Because the Bible says in the book of Galatians that that the, 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 the desires of the flesh are against that of the spirit. Now that the armor of God is is a spiritual armor, and, and and if you don't have a spirit man to put on that spiritual armor, 
you will not be able to put on that armor of God. So since the, 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 the desires of the flesh is against that of the spirit, the, 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 the carnal man will not like to put on the armor of God. So even if someone forces it on, on you, because you are carnal, you don't have what it takes, the carnal man is going to take it off because he doesn't need it in the first place. He doesn't want it in the first place because the desires of the flesh is against that of the spirit. I think you find that scripture in the book of Galatians chapter 5 um, the desires of the flesh you find that scripture in the book of Galatians it said the desires of the flesh are against that of the spirit okay so the canama I want you to understand that the canama cannot put on the armor of God but rather it is the spirit man that needs to put on the armor of God and one way or the other if you are not born again I want to just push it inside if you are not born again I want you to know or understand that your spirit man is not alive yet or your spirit man is not active yet or your spirit man is still dead so there is a need for you to be born again before you revive your spirit man is being revived the Bible says for if he made alive through Christ our spirit man is being made alive when we give our life to Christ and we accept him as our Lord and personal Savior. When we get born again, our spirit man is being revived and we become a new creation. Okay, so when you get born again, your spirit man is being renewed, is being born again. Then you can put on the armor of God. But I want you to understand that it is not automatic. That when you are born again, your spirit man is born a baby. So the Bible says in the book of uh, Peter chapter 2, First Peter chapter 2 verse 2, he said that as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. First Peter chapter number 2 verse 2, he said as newborn babies, from the New King James Version again, as newborn babies desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. So as newborn babies refer to spiritual babies or people who are who just got born again when you just get born again you are a spiritual baby you are not born a spiritual man and so you think that when you're born again then that's all you don't need to pray you don't need to read the bible you then you become the most spiritual person on earth no you are born a baby okay so as a baby you need to grow because babies don't put on the armor of god babies don't put on one way or the other babies cannot dress themselves so that's why you need to desire the engrafted bread of the god that you may grow and as you continue growing you are growing your spiritual man then maybe let me say you become one here you grow in height you grow in stature become 10 years blah blah blah, blah, blah. then when you become mature enough then we can put on the armor of god but some people are born again, but one way or the other, they are still being controlled by the carnal man. That's what I want to understand. That some people may be born again, but they can't, or they are not putting on the armor of God because they are still being led by the carnal man. Or they've put on the carnal man. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians, chapter number 4, verse 24, it says, We should put on the new man. Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 24. Um, 
and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in truth in true righteousness and holiness and say and put on the new man we just created and put on the new man so until you put on the um, the new man and you put on the new man let me just say this you put on by the new man by living by the spirit that's basically it it's not anything um or it's not anything that's too complex i stand for correction i stand to be corrected though So you need to put on a new man as you put on the new man or as you engage your new man in spiritual activities, as you read your Bible, as you read your word, as you pray, as you go for evangelism and all that, as you have your quiet time daily, you begin to grow and you begin to put on the new man and the new man starts to portray or live and the carnal man is being killed, is being crucified day in and day out because you're engaging to spiritual activities which it doesn't like. So in order for you to put on the armor of God, you need to put on the new man. Because it is a, let me say it is a man that put on the armor. The armor is worn by a man. And that man is not a carnal man, but that man is the spiritual man, which is the new man that you attain or you are by being born again, which is being revived by being born again. So at this moment, I would want to end quickly that it takes something for you to put on something. So basically what I'm trying to say is that it takes the new man for you to put on the armor of God. So when you are the other, you've been born again for years or for some days now. You are not growing your inner man. Let me see this your inner man or your new man. You are not reading your Bible. You are not praying. The Bible says, uh, remember now the God before the evil days come. And when that evil day come, you need the armor of God to stand when you read the book of Ephesians. So you need that, that uh, the, you need the armor of God for you to stand. And if your new man is still a baby and he doesn't have what it takes, or it is not mature enough to put on the armor of God, you standing on that evil day, hmm, only God can tell. The Bible says that if you faint in a day of adversity, you have little strength. To have little strength means to be weak in the Lord. Or to be, let me just tell you that I mean. To be strong in the Lord means to grow in the Lord. Because the more you continue to grow in something, the more you continue to be strong in it. So the reason why some people may faint in the day of adversity or may perish in the day of adversity is because they are not strong in the Lord. They don't grow in the Lord. How do we grow in the Lord? By despite, according to First Peter chapter 2, verse 2. That is the basic one. Before the prayers and evangelism coming because the bible is a foundation by reading the bible you get to know about prayer by reading the bible you get to know about evangelism by reading the bible you get to know about fasting okay so the foundation for you growing in the lord is the word of god so grow your spirit man because the evil day if you are so far as you are born again there will be an evil day in your life there will be an evil day in my life there will be an evil day in your pastor's life. The word that doesn't remain good forever and ever. There are times that the weather goes bad. 
and if that if the time comes for the weather to go bad and we are not prepared for it and the weather doesn't care it is it's time for it to come and it has come you being prepared for you not being prepared for it doesn't mean it was not supposed to come so you need to prepare yourself before that evil day comes. You need to enjoy your inner man and start putting on the armor of God before that evil day comes. Before it's too late. Thank you very much for your time. Please let's do some asking prayer. Father Lord, we bless your holy name. We thank you for your word, O Lord. We pray that so well as come and pray that Lord. We will pray for grace in God that we will grow our inner man with that we may grow in you in knowledge, O Lord. We pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation according to the book of Ephesians, O Lord, that we may know you better and grow in you. In the mighty name of Jesus, that we pray with thanksgiving, O Lord. Amen. Thank you once again.